The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their Ortho Quick Walk-In service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. high school sports here's mo and chris as always on tuesdays we are joined by either charles pulliam or joe williams of the williamson herald and we appreciate their time and help in bringing us all the latest in williamson county sports news and if you want to read or see more you can visit the Williamson Herald on williamsonherald.com. You can subscribe by calling 615-790-6465. The Williamson Herald is the only locally owned print and digital media company in Williamson County and has been the leader in local sports coverage for the last 15 years. Charles, Joe, and the team cover all the county prep sports from Brentwood to Spring Hill and from Fairview to Nolansville. Daily News Blast and the weekly print edition on Thursday. You pretty much stay on top of it over there. And they stay on top of it. Big week for them last week. Uh, yeah, as far as coaching news is concerned, it was huge, and they were literally all over it on top of it. No so doubt. we will bring in Joe Williams from the Williamson Herald this morning to talk about all of those things and more. So, Joe, how are you doing? <laughs> well, I am finer than frog hair and twice as soft. I mean, I don't even know how soft it is, but uh, if, that's okay. If it's if, if it's, that's a good thing, if it's what I, if it's as soft as I think it is, that's probably pretty impressive. Yeah. Or yeah. As, as another friend used to tell me, I am vertical and taking nourishment, therefore things are good. There's something to be said for that, Joe. Um, as we mentioned, big week for you guys, you and Charles, last week from a breaking news standpoint, starting with um, your coverage. On Tuesday, I believe it was, of of the news that longtime Franklin football coach Donnie Webb had stepped down after nine seasons in that position. We were fortunate enough to um, to get Donnie on with us on Wednesday on Coach's Corner. But um, you and the Williamson Herald broke that story to everyone's surprise. Uh, what was what was your immediate reaction when you heard that Donnie was going to be stepping aside? Well, Coach Webb called me Tuesday morning and says, I've, I've got something i got to tell you, and, and he broke the news, and I just went, you got to be kidding me. This can't be happening. Um, I think I was as shocked as everybody else. Uh, but I understand. I mean, you know, Coach Webb's been there for nine years as a head coach. He spent years there under uh, Craig Clayton as a defensive coordinator. Uh, spent some time at BGA. And, of course, places that he went before he was in, in Williamson County. And, you know, the kids are, kids are getting into high school. And, and trust me, I, I went through that myself, uh, the first big quote-unquote career move I made uh, in the garbage business was mainly because of where the kids were. Uh, so, I mean, I get it, but 
I, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm anxious to see who they're going to try to replace him with. It's always disappointing to see some, you know, to see one of the good guys. And, yeah. and I don't know that you can, you know, describe Donnie Webb as anything other than one of the good guys. But like you said, you can certainly understand it if you are a parent or if you have been a parent. You know, you just feel like you're missing so much. And so the opportunity to um, to spend a little bit more time with them in their formative years, it's, it's big stuff. So I uh, certainly can't fault him for that. No, no not at all. all. And you've got to, you know, the, the hard part, I think, is he just kind of – last week, Maurice, as I think you, you may – I don't know, we had talked about it, but it just really felt like the ending of a couple of eras last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, between Donnie stepping down on Tuesday and Barbara Campbell at Brentwood High School stepping down as volleyball coach after 33 years, Joe, I thought about it. She took over the volleyball pro- uh, program at Brentwood when I was still working at the Review Appeal, which I was there until February of 90. So, yeah, you know, do the math. It's pretty amazing um what she was able to get accomplished over and and to do it you know with such consistency over such a long period of time i mean you just don't see that particularly at the high school level what 33 years 28 state appearances um 16 state titles 21 state finals <laughs> was know. it 21 or 23 cuz i think she had seven runner ups no, you're right. Yeah, 28, 28 appearances, 23 state final appearances, and 16 titles. Yes. I mean, uh, the other day that, you know, Barbara Campbell is Brentwood Volleyball, and I said, no, Barbara Campbell is volleyball in Tennessee. Hmm. I don't think there's any question there that she is the class of the entire state and perhaps the region, <laughs> the entire southeastern region. Yeah. You know. And she, she's had uh, she's had great assistance. Uh, Angie and Kathy did a great job this year while she was out. Um, I this is another one of those. Gee, who do you, who, who do you, rep- you know, who wants to? Re- do you want to replace Barbara Campbell? <laughs> we've had would, that we've had that conversation. You know, coming in behind that legend can be a little daunting and typically isn't very successful though so it's gonna it's gonna really take somebody special to to step into that void oh i'm telling you and she's just just such a special you know like donnie she's just a special person barbara is the nation's second all-time winning volleyball coach behind uh jody menor of uh temperance bedford michigan uh who won 2038 games to Barbara's 1765 but uh the next closest is well not real close to her so <laughs> funny how that works just play throw the numbers out there you know the, the other thing you got to understand the volleyball in Williamson County I mean think about it, the times that they didn't go to the state uh, the team that, that out of the county that knocked them out either won the championship or played in the championship. How many times did we see 
Brentwood Ravenwood state finals. I mean, volleyball is just strong here. You, you think about Williamson County being a, the, the leader early in the field of soccer, and we have titles to prove that. But I think sometimes volleyball gets, uh, gets lost in that mix of just how strong it is in Williamson County. Visiting with Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald. Joe, um, aside from coaching changes, interesting week for, for Williamson County as the um, the first Associated Press Top Ten basketball polls came out last week, and those are out again as of yesterday, the second set. Franklin and Brentwood's boys both ranked um, in AAA. Brentwood's girls ranked in AAA. Um Obviously speaking well, continuing to speak well for that District 11 AAA on the hardwood. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, it's funny. Chris said something about tangents. Uh, and I heard you guys talking about uh, the, the Class A and AA um, rankings when I was, when I was listening in. And uh, here, here's kind of my tangent. While I have great, yes. uh, <laughs> I have great respect and, and, uh, belief in the integrity of the Associated Press, it, it also, these polls also can be skewed when uh, when you have lots of votes from one organization that, no. that doesn't get to see everybody. Um, and you know, Skewed? I, How? Yeah, no. That was, that, was, <laughs> that was kind of my concern with, with some other uh, media-led voting. But, hey, you know, when you're when you don't have the block votes to blo- to vote with, eh. We get it. You're, you're, I'm picking up what you're putting down, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take long, or it shouldn't. No, no, not at all. So, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, you know, basketball is, is, is pretty strong. I got to be honest, I think on the whole, in District 11, Williamson County, we've got uh, a situation where we're maybe not, you know, as strong in one team as we've seen in past years, but I think the parity is much, much better, especially on the boys' side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've seen a Page team and a Centennial team now that um, pretty impressive. In all honesty, if if they if they can on any given, it's one of those deals. The old saying on any given night, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Summit needs a little bit of work, but I think Jim Fay knows that. Uh, but I'm telling you, come district tournament time, it is going to be a dogfight. Well, the last couple of years, Independence and Spring Hill have played in the play-in game, and Independence is, I mean, right in the mix of things right now. I was going to throw them in there. You know, you, I guess that's what I'm saying. It's just going to be a great big dogfight, and they're going to be. My my expectation is that we are going to leave some teams at home coming out of the district uh, that probably could do well at the state. I'm not saying they could win it. I'm just saying they could do well. They could compete there. There, there will with everybody playing at the higher seats throughout the district tournament somebody's going to lose on their home court and see their season come to an end in that opening round yes somebody that quote shouldn't lose is going to lose in in oh, the yeah. in the district quarters and 
and that just like you said speaks to the parity of that district i think i think um maybe the top six teams or so in particular you know any any given night like you said so it's it's going to be a dogfight and and as chris was saying on on the girl side you know brentwood is ranked fifth spring hill went to brentwood and won um back before christmas i mean you're you're starting to see it the parody isn't quite to the boys level on the girls side but there's a lot of programs that have gotten better on a night-to-night basis over there yeah and i think they'll continue to do that and tonight you, know, you got franklin going to brentwood uh franklin beat brentwood earlier in the year on their home floor it'll be fun to see that contest i think and how it plays out um Guys, my biggest question, I guess I've overlooked the district at this point and started looking towards the region considering that, uh, you know, Nashville has not been playing basketball. Supposedly they're getting ready to to start some conditioning and hopefully we'll we'll be able to play some kind of schedule and be ready for the regional tournament. Um, And there are those who will tell you this, this might be an easier year since Memphis hasn't played anything and probably won't. It's... (laughs) <laughs> it's indescribable. I mean, there's just no words for what has gone on. Like you said, Nashville, Metro Nashville schools have not begun winter sports competition in either basketball or wrestling, obviously, and and it doesn't look like Memphis is going to play. They've got um, – there are two teams out of the Memphis area that are ranked 1-2 on the boys' side in AAA Houston and Arlington, but uh, the Shelby County schools are not playing, and, and it's – you can't really second guess their decision, but it's really unfortunate. Or, or maybe you can second guess their decision. I don't know, but it, I guess I take it as a good faith decision on their part. They're doing what they feel like they need to do. It's just tough. Well, Memphis has become such a strange animal with the um, disillusion of the Memphis City Schools District and Shelby County taking everybody in and then you had, what, four or five. There were already a couple of uh, special school districts, and now you've got a couple more. And so they get to make their own decisions, so they keep playing. I, you know, this this whole year, and, and, it's, and, you know, think about it. We're coming up on a year. We're coming up on a full year of this craziness. You know, do you think, you think some of these spring sport folks aren't holding their breath? Yeah, I, I feel like... We've proven that outdoor sports can be okay, and so I think spring sports are going to be okay, especially considering that I don't think anybody wants to see them lose two seasons after losing last year. So I feel like spring sports are going to be okay. Um, But the fact that we are coming up on a year of this is really depressing when you say it. Well, you know, the other thing I'll tell you – and my theory has been kind of watching, look, if we can wrestle safely, we can do just about anything safely. That's true. Because, you know, I mean, we, we made it through football, and the only thing with more contact than that is wrestling. Right. Um, which seems to did. be okay so far, which is odd. Yeah. <laughs> Knock on wood. I did. <laughs> Yeah, there got to be certain protocols, and yeah, you know, 
it's uh, it, you're, you're probably going to see more matches uh, online than you'll see in person. But you know, I think that ought to that ought to tell us something. But we we've got to follow those protocols, and 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 don't get me off on my tangent about masks, etc. Uh, <laughs> but you know, we, we got to follow the protocols, and we can do things safely. It really feels like. You know, high school sports have been doing that, and we've there there have been some issues here and there. Basketball, obviously, but I, you know, obviously with Christmas break and Thanksgiving, there were a lot of folks going home and a lot of folks having, you know, ten or twelve people at the house. It, it was it was bound to happen <laughs> at some point, but it is what it is. You're right. We, we just follow the protocols. Let's get through the season and. Uh, crown a champion no matter uh how we have to do it to get there and uh wherever we have to play because <laughs> we don't know where that's going to be yeah you know and, and and we've learned lessons the hard way uh, some teams have i i think i, I told told mo this antidote of a, of a uh, game that i covered earlier in the year that uh, when the girls game was over I looked across the gym, and the girls were sitting in the student section, and nobody had on a mask. And I took a picture and sent it to the coach with it as a joke and said, hey, do you know these poor maskless young souls? And, of course, 30 seconds later, everybody's grabbing their phone, and two seconds later, they're all putting their masks on. And, and the coach and I had a kind of a chuckle out of it. This was on a Tuesday night. And uh, the next Monday, the coach called and said, just thought I'd let you know we're not playing this week. What's the matter? He says we've got six positives. You know, between or, or yeah, and and a couple more on on contact. And I said, kind of learned that lesson hard way. He went, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They haven't they haven't had to reschedule a game because of their issues since. Um, but we should be past having to learn that lesson now. So, like I said, I think we can do it safely if we follow protocols. There you go. We will do our best to follow protocols. But, Joe, we appreciate it. Uh, your time, as always, on Tuesdays, and you are always welcome on our show. We appreciate it. Uh, guys, I appreciate it. I enjoy being with you guys and uh, learning. Just listening to y'all uh, being on standby is I just learned so much. <laughs> well hopefully hopefully some of it you can use at some point but um we'll see how that goes <laughs> joe thanks a lot man thank you guys y'all have a great one